0: Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is October 16th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Great to be back with you today on another episode of the All Rookie Podcast. On today's episode, I am going to cover my preseason predictions of my All Rookie first and second team. The preseason has ended. But the regular season has not started yet. So these are my predictions for first and second team All-Rookie. And I mean, it's the name of the show, the All-Rookie Podcast. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Should I start with first team or second team? Let's just get straight into it. I know what you're here for, the big name stars. And you're going to hear quite a few of them. I'll start with my number one guy. I'll go ahead and give you a spoiler alert. He's my prediction for Rookie of the Year. Jabari Smith, the forward from Houston with the Rockets. Um, he averaged 21 points and eight boards in the preseason. Obviously, he's not going to do that in the regular season. Those numbers are more than likely to decline a little bit, but I can see him averaging around 15 and eight, 15 and seven a game for the Rockets this year. The Rockets do not like to abuse their rookies with minutes. We've already seen that they have announced Tari Eason will not be starting, and his minutes will be, you know, not what everyone wants to see. So I'm sure Jabari will be on that same path. We're going to want 30 to 35 minutes. He might get, you know, 28 or so per game, kind of like they did with Sangu last year. We wanted him to play 30. He only played 20. But Jabari Smith, I still feel, will be the top rookie in this class. Even if he's not, I do not see a path to where he will not be first team all-rookie. He led all rookies in preseason points. He did only play one game, but still. (laughs) My second guy is Paolo Bancaro, the first pick overall in the draft for the Magic. In the preseason, he averaged 14 points, five boards, two assists, one steal. I could see those numbers actually being pretty similar to that. He could average probably 14 to 16 points per game, five boards. You know, other stats will be sprinkled in, but that seems about what he will be able to do for the Magic. And that is because the Magic have a really good team. You may think that sounds crazy, but their team is stacked with very talented players, very good rebounders. They don't have a lot of shooters, but they have a lot of young talented players. And he's not going to be the sole offensive guy. So he's going to have to share the ball, get in where he fits in. He will probably be the number one guy. Him and Franz might battle for that offensively. But there's other mouths to feed. So Paolo, definitely I feel he will be on that first team as well. And he will be in competition for Jabari for that Rookie of the Year spot. Third on my list, Keegan Murray of the Kings. He averaged 16 points, four and a half boards, one assist, and two steals per game in the preseason. Really good preseason, really good summer league for Keegan Murray. He showed that, you know, a lot of people were doubting Should he have been in the top five in this draft, uh, especially taking over Jaden Ivey, he's proven everyone that there's no need to worry about that. He played excellent at every stop. And it's just a matter of playing time with the Kings. Is he going to start or be the first guy off the bench? We do not know for sure yet. I know they said Kevin Herter will be starting. Hadn't heard the word on Keegan yet, but that will be coming soon. But regardless, he will not be... The first or second option on this team that would be De'Aaron Fox and Demontis Sabonis, and he will have to get in where he fits in, whether it's third or fourth scoring option on this team. But I can see Keegan probably averaging around twelve points, four boards for the Kings, and that should be good enough to get him on that first team all rookie. Fourth on my list, Benedict Matherin for the Pacers. Very exciting rookie. Rookie I was super high on. He was my fifth ranked prospect a lot of people had him 10th, 15th. I mean, it was ridiculous. I wanted to put him fourth above Chet, but I just couldn't do it because I was so, you know, impressed with Benedict Mathison in college. I could see his game translating easily and it has happened. In the preseason, he averaged 20 points, 4 boards, 1 assist and 0.5 steals per game. He did everything the Pacers would want him to do. He's shown and proven that he undeniably should be a starter. And so he could easily be in the front runner for rookie of the year as well. I feel he will probably average around 13, 14 points per game. His other stats just won't be as high as Jabari's or Paolo's or Keegan's because they're going to put up more rebounds. And, you know, most shooting guards don't really put up a lot of rebounds and or assists. So that's the only thing that's going to hurt him, but it should be easier for him to score points. I suspect him to average 14 to be safe, but I mean, if he is the starter along with Halliburton, he could be pushing up to 18 points, but we will see. A lot of guys we expect to be big time scorers like Jalen Green. Coming in last year, we were all like, he's going to average 20 points per game. You know, he averaged around 14. So Benedict would probably be in that same trajectory. And my fifth option for my first, team all rookie is still Tari eason even though the rockets came out and said he will not be getting ample minutes on this team i think that is to keep the trade value of eric gordon up so until eric gordon is moved Tari might have to get in where he fits in but in the preseason he was dominant in the summer league he was dominant preseason he averaged 18 points nine boards one assist and one steal per game I mean, he was a force out there. You know, coming into the draft season, I had him projected to go 12th to OKC. I thought he would have been a great fit there. He fell to 17th. A lot of people were saying he's not special. He's just an interchangeable role player. I didn't see that. You know, I saw a big-time player that if he's on the right team, he can be very productive and help for a team. And he's only getting better. Uh, He didn't even start in college. He was a sixth man. And he had a dominant season. So his talent level was still going to be increasing going into the NBA. He was not a finished product. So my fifth for my first team all-rookie, Tari Eason. Let me re let me, uh, reannounce those top five. Number one was Jabari Smith. Number two, Paolo Vancaro. Number three, Keegan Murray. Four, Benedict Matherin. Five, Tari Eason. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments. Hit me on Twitter, as William S. Bill, at William S. Bill. And that's my first team. There are some notable names I have not announced yet, like a guy that was in the top five. But he's coming up. Don't worry. Um, obviously, Chet is not in this list because he is injured and out for the year. If you did not hear, that is unfortunate. He would have been on this list somewhere. Uh, it would have been great to see him play in the preseason. And I could have gave a more definitive assumption. But from his summer league, it was looking like no doubt he would have been a top five player and definitely in the competing roles for rookie of the year. But going to my second team all rookie, I have to put Jalen Duran in there as my sixth prospect. You know, he led all of the rookies in preseason in rebounds at 12 rebounds per game. He averaged only five points for 12 boards, almost one block per game. I think rebounds and blocks will come easy for him in Detroit. The only issue is playing time. Since the offseason has settled and has ended, two good things have happened for Jalen Duran. They moved out, Kelly Olynyk, and unfortunately for Marvin Bagley, he got injured. So that's two big guys out of the way that will open the path for Jalen Duran to play, in addition to the fact that he was the 11th pick in the draft. So all, by all accounts, he should be starting with this team. He probably won't, but I think he will be guaranteed at least 20 minutes per game on this Pistons team. He will be behind Isaiah Stewart, and that should be about it. Um, you know, They did have Luka Garza last year on a bad team, and they didn't play him, but he was a mid-second round pick. Jalen Duran should be their franchise center. They should want to see him play but we know how that goes. We will see what happens, but I cannot leave him off this list. His rebound potential, is just easily, he should be the leading rebounder in this class, and that should have him in the top 10 rookies. Number seven on my second team, all rookie team prediction, I will have to slide Jaden Ivey in there. In the preseason, he averaged 12 points, three boards, four assists, and one steal per game. Just electric player, People want to nitpick. You'll see sometimes bad highlights, places where he looks lost. That's because he played one year in college, learning on the fly, not on a traditional big powerhouse team. You know, he went to Purdue. He did not go to Duke. He did not go to Carolina. He did not go to Michigan State. Jaden Ivey is a work in progress, but that work in progress is to greatness, not to being good. You know, his only issue is he's with Cade. Cade is gonna be at least 60% ball handler on this team, but possibly more. If Jaden Ivey is strictly the shooting guard, this year will be a little tougher for the for him than it will be if he would be right there with Cade as interchangeable ball handlers. We will see how that goes, but I think once again, being the fourth, fifth pick in the draft to Detroit, there's no reason he should not be getting these minutes on this team. And opportunities to learn on the fly, get better on the fly, fit in on the fly. Because the talent is there, but basketball IQ will have to be learned on the court. He has an old school coach. We'll see if he is allowed to do so. Number eight, Jalen Williams from OKC. The guard from OKC. Although I love the forward as well. I'm probably the highest on the forward. But we'll get into him in a little bit. Jalen Williams averaged 14.4 points per game, three boards, five assists. Five for a shooting guard slash small court. Five assists is great. And two steals per game. He can easily be in a conversation with Ben Matherin in that first team all-rookie. But he's in OKC. It's a crazy situation there. But he has every opportunity to flourish. Uh, It's really no reason he shouldn't flourish. It's just I believe if Tari Eason gets those minutes, the points and rebounds are just going to be too hard for Jalen Williams to overcome. But Jalen Williams, those points and it's looking like assists may be uh, pretty easy for him to achieve as well. Either way, he'll be in this top eight. I'm pretty sure I can guarantee that for first team, second team, all rookie. He's been very impressive all off season, even before. He was on OKC in the offseason. He flew up draft boards because of his, you know, people started to wisen up, you know, look at the tape, look at the workouts, and he just shot up the, the draft boards. He was looking like an early second round pick, moved to late first round, and then next thing you know, he's in the lottery. So Jalen Williams has proven everyone that he's a great prospect, and I think there's no reason to doubt he'll be great with OKC this year. OKC is the problem, <laughs> We'll see. With the tanking, non-tanking, whatever, we'll see. They're going to be fun though. Number nine, after those first eight, those first eight are pretty much locks for me. Nine and ten, I just have to go with my best (laughs) guess, my best, you know, prediction. And that would be Christian Coloco at number nine. He only averaged five points, two and a half boards, but he did average 1.6 blocks per game in the preseason. Now, he was an early second-round pick. Normally, in first and second team, there's either an undrafted guy or a second-round pick. This is my second-round guy. Even though it was early second-round, the Raptors had only one draft pick in this draft. From from my memory. At least it was one. They had no first-round pick. So their first pick, they selected a center because, in my opinion, that was their weakest position. I mean, I think that's undoubtedly. so. <laughs> so I think... It was pretty obvious to me they were drafting Christian Coloco. I said it on Twitter. People were saying, I hope Coloco falls to the Lakers, falls to this team. I said, he's not making it past the Raptors, and he did not at pick 34. So I feel they need him. I feel they drafted him to use him because they easily could have traded that pick or picked up a Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, like the Lakers did. There's other centers available. Hassan Whiteside is still unsigned right now. They drafted Christian Coloco. I assume at least by midseason his minutes will start to increase to where he's getting a significant amount because Kim Birch is not that good. Precious Achua is not that good. If Christian Coloco can just hang in there with them, he should make second-team all-rookie. And my last but not least 10th spot, for my which would be my fifth spot for my second-team all-rookie, would be Blake Wesley from the Spurs. He's a guy you may not have heard much from if you just started tuning into the preseason because he didn't do much in the preseason. But in summer league, he played incredible. That does not mean he's going to be great, but I can't get past how great he looked in summer league given minutes. Uh, and in the preseason, he only averaged four points, two boards, two assists. But with the Spurs, you have to understand this is a team that traded DeJounte Murray for future assets. So they are looking into the future. There is no guaranteed player except for Devin Vassell, probably on this team that's going to be with this team in the future. I think Blake Wesley would be given an excellent opportunity to shine, to play, to learn, develop on this team. Yes, he may be in the G League for some time, but in my opinion, I'd rather see Blake Wesley out there than Trey Jones. Um, you know, he'll have to compete with Josh Primo, but that's about it and Devin and Vassell, but there will be minutes to be had for Blake Wesley, I believe, and his talent, what he has shown. It's too hard for me to keep off of this second-team all-rookie. So second-team all-rookie, just going to announce it one more time, Jalen Duran, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Williams from OKC, The Guard, Christian Coloco, and Blake Wesley. What do you feel? What do you think about my guys, my top 10? Um, if you think I was totally off on someone. I totally missed someone. Let me know. Put it in the comments. Now, I have some guys. I can just go over their names real quick. Very close to being on my list, especially at 9 and 10. Kenneth Lofton, David Roddy, Jake Laravia. Three guys on the Memphis Grizzlies. All have performed incredible. If that was one player, (laughs) he would be on the list. But they have three guys. So three rookies splitting those minutes. If they get them at all, you just have to put them as, you know, notable guys left off. I can't put them on there. There's three of them. You know, it may be one, it may be zero, but with three guys, they kind of are cannibalizing each other. Jeremy Sohan for the Spurs. I could have easily put him in there instead of Blake Wesley. He should be guaranteed minutes. Uh, he potentially is going to be the starting power forward for the Spurs. I just don't think his talent is enough to get him there but the minutes alone could get him there. Dyson Daniels looked really good in the preseason for the Pelicans, but the minutes is an issue. Shaden Sharp looked explosive for the Portland Trail Blazers. Minutes could be an issue. Dale and Terry, even though Lonzo was out, minutes can still be an issue. Nikolai Jovich looked impressive for the Heat. Jaden Hardy looked impressive for the Mavs. Really a big, I'm really big on Jaden Hardy. If Tim Hardaway was not there, I would go ahead and probably put Jaden Hardy in that top 10. But we're going to have to wait and see on him and how they work him in because he was a second-round pick, even though he shouldn't have been. The other Jalen Williams from OKC I mentioned earlier with Chet out, I think that will uh, propel him into minutes. And he could have a year like Jeremiah Robinson Earl did last year, which was solid. Uh, So he's a guy to look out for. And Caleb Houston in Orlando, you know, their shooting guard position is not great. If Caleb can play the two or the three, he can get in there, shoot some threes. He can be on the radar. And Bryce McGowan's last but not least. Lonzo is out. LaMelo is out. Obviously, Miles Bridges is out. But Bryce McGowan's is on a two-way contract, so it's kind of hard to guarantee minutes for a guy on a two-way. So But, I mean, he was one of my more impressive rookies before the season. I thought he should have been a first-round pick. He fell to the second round. Hornets got a steal there, but will he get minutes? We are not sure. So those are my guys. Let me go through one through ten one more time. Said a lot of names. You know, just reiterate for you. If you're going to write it down, here it is. Jabari Smith, Paolo Banquero, Keegan Murray, Benedict Matherin, Tari Eason. All rookie first-team predictions. Second team, Jalen Duren, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Williams, Christian Coloco, and Blake Wesley. So that will be it for today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you love it, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button, please. Thank you all so much for listening. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.